You're locked into Hats, Tats, and Stats podcast with your hosts, EZD, Derek Jaws, T-Wave, Taylor Sekaterski, Bold Claim, Ben Yelich, Big Diesel, Nick Yelich, and Austin Kelm, the Statman. Hats, Tats, and Stats podcast is part of the BICBP radio network. Check us out online, www.bicbp-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Hats, Tats, and Stats podcast. I am EZD. I am here flying solo this week. Uh, you know, still trying to sort out the boys' schedules, getting everybody back on. We're going to start bringing in Nick, uh, Big Diesel, Nick Yelich, Bold Claim Ben, Austin, and T-Wave back into the fold here. As soon as we possibly can, we just got to sort out the logistics behind everyone's new schedule. All of that being said, I am here and we are talking NFL Week 13, Hats, Tats, and Stats, a championship-caliber pro sports podcast based in Buffalo, New York, brought to you by Mafia Pack. The Mafia Pack bringing out their new Mafia Pack number 4, available at www.mafiapack.com. Check that out. You can get the really, really cool stuff that's in that one, uh, including, hold on, let me pull it up, because uh, I don't want to get this wrong. Uh, the Mafia Pack includes, this time around, Oh, man. So we have the Josh Allen decanter uh, with a with glass. uh, Four glasses come with it. A number 14 glass, a number 13 glass, a number 88 and a number 26. Uh, And you also get the number two. You've heard of Das Boot. Uh, This is the Bass Boot. So you get a, a little a little boot with number two on it for uh, Tyler Bass. Uh, kind of our offensive collection there on the Mafia Pack version four. Out now, again, MafiaPack.com to check that out. And without further ado, it is Thursday. It's Thursday Night Football, uh, and we are talking Buffalo at New England. The Bills at the Patriots. A big one here uh, for the for both teams. The Patriots hanging on to the uh, an NFL playoff spot currently, and it's going to be... It's going to be an interesting one, right? It's going to be, uh, it's going to be, uh, this is always interesting. We're always in a spot where, you know, the NFL and the, like the AFC East is really good this year. And I don't know how that happened. Uh, sorry, they're trying to squeeze into a playoff spot. They're currently eighth seed in the AFC sitting on the bubble right behind the Jets, uh, Jets at seven and four Patriots at six and five bills leading the charge of the non-division leaders, and the five seed at eight and three, being second in the AFC East, uh, and this is a big one. We're owing, you know, we're o for the o for the AFC East so far. Uh, we are owing to obviously the two big losses to both New England and New York, or sorry, New York and Miami. Uh, we gotta, we can't, can't give up another division game here. Gotta get the big W. And uh, listen, I'm taking the Bills here. the The injury report looks a lot better. Last I saw, let me pull it up one more time. Real quick, just to have that handy before I start talking about it. Um, so here we go. The only people as of yesterday that did not um, that did not participate, Deion Dawkins looks to be out. Von Miller looks to be out. Neither one of those are a, are a huge shock. Uh, Deion Dawkins dealing with the what a what a, I believe is still considered a high ankle sprain, uh, and Von Miller still you know testing the waters and getting uh, things sorted out with his. Uh, meniscus issue in his knee. Allen, full participant. Edmonds, full. AJ, full. Hamlin, full. Jackson, full. Johnson, full. Lewis, full. Morris, full. After two weeks, after two days in a row with an illness, didn't participate. Full. Uh, Morris, full. Phillips, full. Rousseau, full. Shakir, full. These are all fantastic things. All right. These are all great things. 
This is probably going to be as short as our injury report has looked in weeks, and I am excited for it. Um, I, I don't think, I, I really don't think the the Patriots are a good enough team to hold us to hold us back here. Um, you know, you you look you look back through what they've done this year. Uh, got beat up by the Dolphins, eked out one with the Steelers, got you know got beat by the Ravens. Lost to the Packers, beat up the Lions, uh, beat the Browns, got beat up by the Bears, squeaked one out with the Jets. That's a that's a big game for them. That's a big one, right? You know, division division matchups are good, uh, but I think that's more a tell to kind of what's going on in New York a little bit more than it's going on in what's going on in New England. Uh, beat up on you know a, a downtrodden Colts team, and that was the I believe the last uh, hurrah for Frank Reich over there. Uh, they beat the Jets again in a snooze fest. Again, bat, two 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 wins against the Jets in a snooze fest, uh, round two, on uh, Sunday a couple weeks back, and that one I mean, a lot of people talking last week, right? Last week was the big one for the Vikings. Um, Mac Jones twenty eight for thirty nine, three eighty two, and a pair of touchdowns, uh, and not much to speak of on the on the ground there against Minnesota. Uh, Mac Jones kind of kind of doing it through the air, but the week prior to that, right against the Jets. 23 for 27 for 246. Not a bad game. Didn't find the end zone. Didn't turn the ball over. Seemed like a lot of give what's in front and not do much. But you you, you eked out a 10-3 win on a last-second punt return to beat the Jets with the opposing quarterback going 9 for 22 for 77 yards. That's tough. I personally don't think the Patriots' offense can do enough against the Bills' defense, especially... Now, again, we're missing Vaughn. That's huge. But we have a lot of our depth pieces back. We have a lot of people back in the fold. Uh, I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball a ton against us. Edmonds being back to, to, to play that middle linebacker spot, you know, as, as far as everything is concerned, um, you know, being a full participant all week, we're hoping hoping that he's back and healthy. You know, and looking at I, I don't know that the offense can do much, do enough for New England here against the Bills defense and the Bills offense, man. Um, a lot of people talking and all we heard got force fed it, absolutely force fed it on Thanksgiving Day about Josh's elbow and how he hasn't quite looked the same. Uh, I agree, but I'm not putting that on the elbow. I'm really not. Um, you know, I I do it. Do I think there may be some soreness or stiffness? Sure, I, I'm potentially. Um, but you're not going to. I mean, the, Josh Allen to me looks completely different in the last two minutes of the quarter or of the half and of the game than he does in the rest of the game, and I think it's because we open the playbook up and we say, okay, we have to push downfield, we have to open the game up a little bit. And prior to that, especially on Thursday uh, for the Thanksgiving game, it looked like we were doing a one-read offense. It was catch, step, throw, catch, step, throw, and I don't, I, I don't like that. I don't like that very basic offense. It looked like it's looked like for two two straight games now, like we're playing this very safe, don't turn the ball over style of offense. And yes, do I do I want Josh to not turn the ball over in the red zone? Do I want Josh to, you know, be smarter with the football? Absolutely. But do I want him to play like a scared child? Absolutely not. We're talking about a dude who, you know, part of his part of his allure and part of his, you know who he is is going out and winning football games. And you can still see it with him talking the ball and taking it, uh, and you know, talking the ball and running. He's still able and willing to put the game and put the team on his back. Uh, but I think it comes with an understanding that he doesn't need to, to do that with his arm. He doesn't need to force things all the time. Um, and I also think that, you know, that matters for uh, the realm of 
you know, the, the realm of confidence. Show that you have confidence in this dude to come out and make plays for you the way he has for a couple of years now. Um, you know, but he he doesn't look like himself, and I think it's in his head. Hopefully, uh, getting things squared away, you know, later as as Thursday opened up a little bit more. Um, yeah, is getting him right, and hopefully he comes out and can do uh, just do what he does against New England, uh, having a healthy team around him uh, aside from Dawkins, and you know, and that's going to be a big one. That the matchup of whoever takes Dawkins' place, whoever are, is filling in on our offensive line, and how they handle Matt Judon and his ability to hit home on a quarterback is going to be the big tell here, and uh, probably the thing that could the that the Patriots can do to dis- to disrupt this Bills offense is to get in Josh's face, get in Josh's face early, and rattle him. Uh, if you can make him second guess things, and uh, Belichick has done it. Belichick is a guy who can find a way to get into somebody's head and make it so they struggle to get the job done. Uh, Josh has done fairly well against the Patriots, but you know, with where his head seems to have been at, it, it you know, that could be the, the susceptible thing. Is it, can we can we stop a guy like Matt Judon from hitting home on Josh and being in his face all day and disrupting him and you know, can Josh weather the storm of what Bill Belichick is going to throw at him defensively uh, to not make mistakes and to get the Bills offense back on track? Because we have three, three huge weeks starting off with tonight against the Patriots. I'm taking the Bills. I'm taking the Bills in a two score game here. Uh, go, go Bills. Let's go Buffalo. And uh, let's, you know, let's keep going and, you know, let's get hot for the playoff run that we uh, we've all been hoping for all all season long. First game on Sunday, the Packers visiting the Bears. Um, Aaron Rodgers traditionally owned Chicago. Uh, very much traditionally owned Chicago. This one, to me, if... Uh, I I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see. I'm going to see if I can find it. Um, I'm going to check to see if the... Let's see. Let's check the Bears injury report quick because that'll be a big one. Uh, this offense has taken a step. Um, this offense has definitely taken a step in the right direction for everyone. Uh, as of right now, uh, Claypool was light in practice. Justin Fields was light, uh, had a, a limited practice for his shoulder. Um, so those are th- that's the big one. If if Justin Fields plays in this game, the Bears have a shot. Uh, Justin Fields has played very well of late. And, um, you know, he's a guy that can kind of turn this around for them. Otherwise, yes, Aaron Rodgers is going to own the Bears. Uh, the Bears, not fantastic. Last place, 16th place in the NFC, fourth in the North. Uh, this year, the, the Packers, not much better. Uh, not much better so far. And uh, 11th in the NFC, third in the North, uh, sitting behind the Lions. So, Fields plays, Bears have a shot. If not, this is all Packers all day, even on the road. Uh, put that on the board. And this is, I'm intrigued to see where these two franchises go in the go, you know, moving forward, uh, just because it's going to be interesting to see and hear how those, how everything shakes for them. Um, I, I'm just my gut. I'm not going against Aaron Rodgers again. Well, with Chicago again, he, he made the, uh, made the statement, well, I believe it was last year, I still own you, uh, and I don't think that changes yet. Steelers at the Falcons. Uh, Steelers muddling in mediocrity currently. Uh, definitely you know, struggling a little bit. Pulled out a win on Monday night against the Colts. Uh, had a little bit of a slugfest with the Bengals, who then you know opened up a little bit more. Um, you know, but, I mean, going back to a game against the Eagles, they got lumped up pretty bad. 
stayed close with the Dolphins. I, you know, they're they're hot and cold. They always play you tough. Uh, and the Falcons are playing for their lives, man. They're playing for their lives. They're second in the NFC South. Uh, the they're a half game, a half game back of the Bucks, and a win here puts them in. It keeps them in contention for that division. And by the way, that entire division is in contention for that division somehow um, with the Panthers being four and eight. So technically two games behind here somehow. Um, Yeah. So, you know, the the Dolphin or sorry, the the, the Dolphins got the Dolphins on the brain. Apparently the Falcons playing for their lives. The Steelers uh, playing for general relevance, uh, four and seven. They're in 14th place in the AFC, Uh, you know, probably probably on the verge of you know letting the season slip away here but that defense is going to play tough uh, I know TJ Watt is going to have something to say about Marcus the Marcus Mariota resurgence I wouldn't call it a resurgence if I wasn't kidding about it because I don't think that's what that is however um, you know I I think I think the Falcons offense struggles a little bit but I think they end up finding a way to pull this one out I'm taking the Falcons at home the Jets and the Vikings this may be game of the week material right here it really really could uh, I'm intrigued to see how this one goes because this is going to be your test. All right. The Vikings defense, you know, Vikings currently in second place at nine and two, uh, first place in the North, second place in the NFC. And you know, that defense, it's not awful. You know, it's not a, it's not terrible. They don't do, you know, they, they, they gave up 26 last week to, to new England. Um, you know, the, the, the Cowboys hung 40 on them. Right. So uh, the Bills hung 30 on them and they got lucky to get out of that one with a win after the Bills, you know, had multiple opportunities to win it late and couldn't seal the deal. Um, You know, so the defense is a little bit better than what Mike White played last week. However, um, you know, it does Mike White manage this offense better? You know, young 31 on the Bears. Bears aren't great. That game was also tight to the half. Uh, We'll see about this one. I'm taking the Vikings and I, I want the Vikings to win this one, taking them at home and I wanted to win them. And listen, we, I'm not sold on Mike white. Uh, you know, they, people have said, Oh, all they need is a competent quarterback. All they need is a guy who can not lose them games. Um, and what I'm sitting here seeing is uh, we, we saw this last year with Mike white, Mike white came out in a game and Oh my God, threw five touchdowns and four weeks later, he wasn't playing anymore. So, uh, and that, you know, coincided i believe with a game against the bills i believe actually i believe it was the bills who who he played the week after the five touchdown performance and he did not look good so we'll see if mike white can you know do a little bit more or continue to hold the starting job he's been they committed to him starting going forward um we'll see what that looks like you know i I think if they actually believed he was the better player, he would have been starting. I don't believe Robert Salah is the kind of guy to mince words and dick around with stuff like that. But we'll see. Uh, you know, this is this is going to be a good test. They're, the def- that defense in Minnesota is not fantastic, but they're not they're not slouches either. Uh, it's not the Bears who are banged up and you know that you that you put had a good game against last week. So we'll see what comes uh, what comes to fruition with that. I'm taking the Vikings here, one because I want the Jets off my heels. I don't think they're as good. Their defense is their defense is very very good. Uh, don't get me wrong on that. Their defense is very good, but um, you know, and that's a team that you don't want to see in the playoffs because you know that that running game and a good defense can carry you a little bit in the playoffs. However, I I, just, I don't think they're there yet. Uh, I don't, and I you know I, this this could be one where all of a sudden 
you know, you you look at the you look at the LA Chargers. Um, you know, nipping at your heels a little bit, haven't looked fantastic this this year. Um, but are they're not irrelevant, you know, they're not out of it. I think the Chargers are the better team between them and the Jets. Um, you know, so maybe I do want the Jets in the playoffs over them because I don't think the Jets can pull off what they pulled off last time against us. However, uh, I'm taking the Vikings here, uh, mostly because, generally speaking, when I, you know, I want my divi- I want everyone in my division to lose but me, and I want everyone in my conference to lose but me. And if I don't care about the other team, and I don't care about the Vikings, uh, I don't. I part of me wanted them to be, you know, their their game against Buffalo to be uh, their Hail Murray, where that game was the greatest game of Arizona, in Arizona recent history, and then they sucked for the rest of the season. Uh, I don't think we're there. I think the Vikings are going to carry, but I think they kind of got, obviously they got knocked down a peg the following week, but uh, Vikings in this one for me at home. Jags and the Lions, this is going to be a good game. This is going to be fun. The Lions are playing good football, man. Uh, They're, you know, they're four and seven right now, right? They're four and seven, but let's talk about this. This is a four and seven team with a one possession loss to the Eagles, a one possession loss to the Vikings, a one possession loss to the Seahawks. They got beat up by the Patriots. That was their, you know, that that was the dud. They got beat up by the Cowboys, who were a good team. So there's two. There's two legit losses. A one possession loss to the Dolphins. They beat the Packers. They beat the Bears. They beat the Giants by a couple scores and a one possession loss to the Bills. They are, I mean, five one possession losses. Let me do the math on that real quick. Yeah, five one possession losses away from being a, I don't know, nine and two team. <laughs> I mean, they they play they're playing good tough football. Uh, they really really are. And I th- this is a team I like rooting for. Right the 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 Lions have been in rough shape for a while. Um, Dan Campbell looks like he's turning that team around. I I could, I could stand to do without the crying a little bit more. Um, my man, uh, very emotional. I love it. Listen, I'm a coach. I love. You know, I love the feeling. I love I, I I love when dudes get in the feels about it. But it, like crying every single game, I think eventually it's like screaming. Uh, you know, when you just yell and yell and yell and yell, eventually people tune you out. Um, I love the passion, but I want it just dialed dialed back like a notch, maybe a notch and a half. But uh, and then you look at the Jaguars, right? The Jags came out and <laughs> beat the Colts, beat the Chargers, went kind of went toe to toe with the Eagles a little bit, and. You know, Trevor Lawrence talked a little smack, and then they got beat by the Texans, and they got beat by the Colts, and they got beat by the Giants, they got beat by the Broncos, the Broncos, the Broncos who can't get out of their own damn way. Then they squeeze one out against the Raiders, who just find ways to lose football games. We're okay with the Chiefs, and then they the the comeback against Baltimore, who uh, talk about another team who just doesn't want to win football games. Um, you know, just just could not hold on to that one, and. You know, playing well. Zay Jones had a, a good, a good. I mean, you want to talk about a fantasy day? Had a good fantasy day. Uh, you know, and this is yeah, Travis Etienne is banged up, but uh, this could be fun. This could be a fun game to watch this week. Uh, you know, one to keep an eye on because this is this is a boomer bust for me. Okay, the the Jags Lions game is either going to be really really fun, it's going to be high scoring, and these two teams are going to go, or it's going to look like it's going to look like Wednesday night action, all right? It's going to look like, you know, the two teams from the MAC, the, the 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 middle of the pack from the MAC going to town, and it's just not great football. Uh, but this could be a lot of fun. I'm going to take the Lions. The Lions playing at home, 
playing with some passion and, you know, Dan Campbell feels like he's about to get them over that hump. The Titans travel to Philly to take on the Eagles in our next one. Um, I am not a Titans believer. All right. The Titans currently the three seed seven and four first in the South. Uh, the South is not impressive. All right. The next closest team from the South is the Colts is the 10 seed at four, seven and one. The, the winning the South to me is like winning the AFC East for the last 20 years prior to the bills being good. Um, there's really nobody pushing you for it, right? The Colts might be on a little bit of a turnaround. We'll see. Uh, they got a tough matchup this week. Again, we just talked about the Jags and how up and down they are. And then you got the Texans who are just muddling in purgatory. And I'm sorry, Derrick Henry is still uh, still a great running back, but he's not King Henry that we've known in the past. That injury slowed him down a hair. Uh, the amount of times I see him getting tackled by all leg, by all linebacker, or all, to- I mean, all, off foot, a single solitary foot by a defensive back. I've never seen that before. He runs through those tackles all the time. He's that dude, like, you know, he makes a cut, turns up, and now you're trying to catch him? Okay. When once he's got that head of speed, he can, you know, run through your arm tackle. But, you know, he he's not that guy that, you know, a yard deep, he's putting a dude, you know, he's throwing a dude with a stiff arm anymore. Uh, and the Eagles, this Eagles offense, man, I... They're scary. This this Eagles team is scary when they click. Um, you know, that that defense, the Packers put up points on them last week, and the Packers offense has not been what it's been in the past. Barely survived the Colts. But again, good teams win ugly. The Colts all I mean, and then that that Colt that's a Colts team that also beat the Chiefs this year. Uh the Eagles beat it, you know, beat them, squeaked them out on a 17-16 game. But uh, you know. And then got beat by the Commanders. Last three weeks have been a little rough. Prior to that, 29 17, 35 13, 26 17, 20 21, 24 8, 24 7 against the Vikings, who allegedly are a good team. Uh, and then we had the squeaker in week one against the the Lions, who we already talked about are better than their record shows. Um, I think the Eagles take this one. I would love to see how this plays out with. Um, you know, I, I, I would love to see how this plays out with, you know, with the Titans defense. Um, you know, like I said, I, I don't think the Titans are as good as they are, but this could be one if you can, if Derrick Henry can get going. I mean, we're talking about a team that's got some big boys up the middle, some big boys up the middle to stop the run. They're built to beat this team. I'm taking the Eagles here. Uh, I'm taking the Eagles. I'm taking a, uh, let's call it a 10 point W for the Eagles at home. Browns, Texans. Uh, this is the who gives a shit bowl of the week. Uh, it, this doesn't even deserve the suck bowl, mostly because I refuse to give the suck bowl to a team that has a sexual predator playing quarterback for it. Yeah, I said it, put it in out there. Um, I'm sorry with everything that's going on and everything that's happened. I, I do not love the fact that, um, you know, Deshaun Watson is playing and I listen and I've been on the show. If you're a fan and you've listened to the show, I have been on this show telling you I believe when he was at his best two years ago because mind you it's been over two years since Deshaun Watson it's been about two years since Deshaun Watson played competitive football before this whole thing happened I would tell you till I was blue in the face in my opinion Deshaun Watson was as good as anyone in the NFL at quarterback he had the mind for it if you hear the dude talk he can diagnose the game he understands the game he had the mind for it right he had the talent. Uh, he could run and move and scramble with the best of them. He could evade people with the best of them. He, there's no throw he couldn't make. You name the top guy at anything. He had arm strength to go with Allen and Mahomes. He had the physical abilities to run 
not as good as Lamar, but in the ballpark of Lamar, right? I mean, you talk about anybody and what they do best, and he is in, he is near the top of that conversation, which to me puts him near the top of the conversation of any quarterback in the NFL. And then all this crap happened, and I'm sorry, but when that happens, and it's like, the it, it, and and the 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 whole thing came out. There's two. There's still two active lawsuits out there. There's going to be ten people from the 25 person lawsuit in in house in Houston for this. Oh, and he's playing the team that he bailed on when like, and this whole thing happened. It, this is just a mess. This shouldn't even be a televised football game. And I'm not going to tell you who's going to win because frankly, I don't care. I actually hope the Texans win. I do. I want the Texans to win this football game. I want Deshaun to look awful, and I never want to hear about it again. That's where we're at, and that's where I'm leaving it. Uh, Commanders Giants. This is going to be a good one too. Oh, uh, this is this, again another potential. And I never thought I'd say this a couple weeks ago. Another potential game of the week candidate. Um, Tyler Heineke has the Commanders believing. I don't know what the Commanders can believe in, but they are on a three-game winning streak including a win against the Eagles. Uh, they lost a squeaker against the, the Vikings prior to that. And then, I mean, before that, they were on another three-game winning streak. They beat the Bears. They beat the Packers. They beat the Colts. They lost a squeaker to the Vikings. They beat the Eagles. They beat the Texans, and they beat the Falcons last week. Th- this team, they've got that thing that's a scary thing for teams to have, and that's hope, right? They have hope that they can get it done. Um, and that being said... Then you have the Giants, who, in my opinion, have kind of been overachieving this year, right? I mean, so they're third in the division right now, and they've been slipping a bit, but they're still in sixth. They're seven and four. They're third in the NFC East, which is good for the sixth seed. Uh, The entire NFC East is currently in the playoffs in the NFC. Let's talk about that. Cowboys five, Giants six, Commanders seven. Uh, So this is a big one. This is a big one. If the, if the commanders lose this, they can be jumped by the Seahawks. Uh, yeah, so the Seahawks. They can be jumped by the Seahawks if the, if the Seahawks pull out a win against the Rams, who can't get out of their own way currently. Um, you know, and if the Giants lose this one, they also run the risk of being, you know, the winner of this, the loser of this game runs the risk of being jumped in the standings and potentially bumped from a playoff spot in the current moment. I'm taking the Giants here. I'm taking the home team, and I'm taking my boy Brian Dable because I think he can figure out a way to score points on this commander's defense that has been playing much better. And, in fact, I believe I picked them up in one of my fantasy leagues uh, where we start two defenses and the points are outrageous. So um, I'm excited for that. I'm, I'm excited to see how that goes and how that how that shakes. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I'm going with the Giants in that one. Ravens, Broncos, I'm going to tell you, not even the Ravens can find a way to lose to this Broncos team. That is what I'm saying there. The Russell Wilson experiment looks like it is just an absolute travesty. Uh, the The biggest question is what in God's name happened? Um, you know, I know there was, you know, it, it looked like it was kind of a, the time had come and there was questions of was it Russ or was it Pete Carroll in Seattle? And apparently, based on everything else that's happening in the NFL, sorry, uh, it was not Pete Carroll. Uh, Pete Carroll has the Seahawks playing some good football. Uh, the Ravens take this one. I think the Ravens take Ravens take this one fairly substantially. And again, I really want to know what happened when the when everybody everybody whether it was a host of this show, host of other shows, we talked about how good the Broncos were, and if they just had a quarterback, because it wasn't Drew Locke. It wasn't. Um, 
Teddy B. It, well, I mean, it just they didn't have that guy, right? They didn't have the dude in place. So what did they do? They went and got Russell Wilson, and everyone went, holy crap. Like, this is a move that keeps them in the arms race of the AFC West. And they also replaced their coach, and apparently it's just been a crap fest ever since. Uh, Broncos country, I don't know where you're riding to, but um, you may want to tell your quarterback to stop telling, stop saying let's ride because you haven't gone anywhere while he's been doing it. Uh, Ravens take this one, and I think this is the, the Ravens take this one big at home. Uh, kind of a vengeance W after after losing a lead last week. Uh, I think they find a way to put up a lot of points, and I don't think the Broncos can really get out of their own way at this point, so I don't think they're going to score a ton themselves. Um, let me put a ballpark on this one. Let's go uh, Let's go like 35 to 10. 35 to 10 sounds good. The Broncos find a way to, to squeak one late to put a, to put a touchdown on the board. Uh, Dolphins Niners uh, th- again. I mean, this is we've had weeks where it was just this like the week of suck, uh, the week of the suck fests. This is not that week, boys and girls. This week is um, an absolute just banger of games. Uh, this one, I mean, so the Commanders Giants could be potential game of the week. Um, the Jets Vikings could be. I mean, playoff implications all over. The-, the Dolphins taking on the Niners. The Dolphins, um, ah, you know. And I'm not I, I I I will admit to being a Dolphins hater. Okay. But let's talk about this. The Dolphins played the Vikings without Tua on this on October 16th. Then they played the Steelers on the 23rd. Steelers not playing great football. Uh they they squeaked out a win against the Lions against the Bills did the same thing. You know, and the the Lions are playing better football than expected. But then they squeaked one out with the Bears. They beat the Browns and the Texans. I mean, they've got the Bills are their current marquee win, right? Uh, they they beat the Ravens again. The Ravens can't can't seal a game to save their lives right now. Um, you know, they beat the Patriots in Week One, beat the Ravens, squeaked out uh, squeaked out the win with the Bills. Got and and listen, yeah, did did Tua getting knocked out help? keep that game for the Bengals yes but the Bengals were winning that football game the Bengals were outplaying the Dolphins in that game uh they dropped two in a row without Tua they only put up 16 on the Steelers and then they beat up the Browns and the Texans um you know we're talking about a team who hasn't really been tested much of late and there's been a lot of hype and a lot of hoopla their next, their next three are going to be tough. Uh, they got the Niners this week, right? Uh, the Niners have been playing some good football. Niners have one of the most electric running backs in the NFL. The Niners have an offense that seems to find a way. Uh, you know, I mean, and they they played the Niners played a good defense last week in the Saints. I don't care what anybody says. That is a solid defense. Jimmy G doing Jimmy G things. Twenty six for thirty seven, two twenty two and one. Uh, McCaffrey held only thirty two yards on the ground. And added another 17 on the air on four catches, um, but that that Saints defense to me better than the Miami defense. Uh, the thing that I believe the Niners do really well that will not be able to to bail the Dolphins out is they play. They don't turn the ball over. They don't give the ball up. And the Dolphins, every single time you turn around, it seems like they win a game or turn a game. On a defensive play, yeah, that offense is great. Right, listen, they have weapons out the ass. Um, you can't argue with Hill and um, Waddle's numbers. 
despite the fact that and really it's more on them than it is on two in my opinion the fact that they take shorter passes and then break them for longer gains the way they do um but you know it's one of those things for me where they also they end up taking advantage of the of teams turning the football over and the the Niners don't really do that from you know Jimmy that's been Jimmy G's shtick his whole his whole uh, career really you know uh he was referred to I believe as high a high-end game manager um so I'm 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 pulling up his stats real quick so give me give me a quick second here yeah I hate when they do this All right, so come on, give me his career stats. This is stupid. All right, there we go. Uh, I mean, the dude's only thrown 42 interceptions in his career. Now, granted, he hasn't uh, started. Uh, so let, let's go with the game, the, the seasons where he started the most games. He had 13 picks in 2019, 12 in 2021, uh, only had... He had four in 10 games in 2022 so far. So he's only had four picks. He takes care of the football. The dude takes care of the football. And that is not going to be something that the Dolphins can really bank on is, you know, the bad turnovers. Christian McCaffrey doesn't really have fumble issues. You know, so we're we're talking about a team. The Dolphins are going to have to win this one outright, in my opinion. I think they're going to have to win this one uh, playing on the West Coast, play, you know, playing in San Francisco. Um, and the 49ers have been coming in hot, right? The, the Niners, they're, they're leading their division, uh, which I mean, I would, I've, I thought they were going to be winning their division with, uh, with Trey Lance on at the helm. He's obviously out for the season. Jimmy G with playing for his life right now, uh, and doing well. And they made the move for McCaffrey to try to say like, Hey, let's go get it. This defense is solid. This, the, this Niners defense is pretty solid. And, um, actually, I wish I had the uh, the tits in front of me, or I wish I had the master of the tits on the show to tell me to tell me you know how well they've been doing. Uh, but we'll see if I can pull something up here. Oh, stop it! Of course, it's going to do this. That's what I get for trying to pull up the uh, our page. So dumb. All right. As soon as my internet decides to stop being dumb. Uh, the Niners are are eighth on the tits. Uh, so I mean, that, and that's overall again wins by possession, losses by possession, strength of schedule, uh, one possession record, strength of victory, uh, streak modified record, and then offensive and defensive efficiency. And they're eighth in the league. Um, you know, just barely behind, just behind the Bengals, the Bills, the Dolphins, the Chiefs, the Jets. Sorry, the Giants, the Eagles, and the Vikings. Um, and this was from. Was this from last week? Two week, uh, two weeks ago. We uh, looks like we didn't do. Oh wait, sorry. Yeah, it looks like the uh, Thanksgiving Day tits didn't happen. Obviously, you know it's a holiday. Things happen. So uh, that's you know, I mean, th- this team is not. They're not a bad team by any means. Uh, going back to. There we go. Um, yeah, I mean. Everything I'm seeing on this, the, the you know, again, this team isn't bad. They're playing well, and they're a lot of the, what they're doing statistically uh, is kind of recovery time from you know a rough start to the season. And again, uh, if the if the Dolphins win this one, I I think 
they're going to have earned it. I, I really do. I don't. Th- this game is not going to be gifted to them by the Niners, in my opinion. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to take the Niners. One because fuck the Dolphins. I'm a Dolphin hater, and two, I really do believe the Niners are going to win this football game. Uh, the the Seahawks taking on the Rams. Um, you know, Seattle going to L.A. and no one's going to care in L.A. because no one cares about football in L.A. They do a lot of things in L.A., but they don't like football apparently. But despite having two teams, the Rams are not going to win this football game. They are having a rough year. Uh, I don't. I'm not even going to bother wasting my time looking. I don't think Stafford is going to, um, whether he's playing or not. Uh, if he is playing, I I don't think it matters. Um, but it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Uh, the Seahawks, I think, are going to put up put up quite a quite a good show. Uh, looking forward to that fantasy uh, that fantasy day for Geno Smith and uh, Seahawks take this one and clamp down harder on their trek to make the playoffs when everyone thought they'd be one of the worst teams in the NFC. That's where I'm going with it. Seahawks by 10. Uh, Chargers, Raiders, I would tell you the Chargers are going to win this game outright, but it's a divisional game and those are always weird. The Raiders can't find ways to to lose football or they can't stop finding ways to, to lose football games. Um, the Chargers on a little bit of a tear here. I don't know. I can it call it a tear. Let's let's verify my work. Let's check my work here. Uh, eked out one against the Cardinals. I can't win the big one against the Chiefs. Apparently, lost to the Forty Nine ers team. I just got done talking about. Uh, Chargers hot and cold. Chargers are hot and cold on paper. They should be very, 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 very good. Uh, and they're kind of muddling in, you know, around five hundred. But the Raiders are not. They're not it. They're not them. Uh, they're struggling. Devontae Adams has a decent has a decent day fantasy wise for everybody who cares. Um, Carr is Derek Carr. You know he's that line. He's the Ryan Tannehill line. And then the Chargers are going to win this game, but it's going to be close. All right, it's going to be it's going to be another one of those weird like twenty to seventeen games because that's how all division games hit. And and then another holy cow, another candidate for game of the week. There's four of them. That's this is the fourth one. The Chiefs at the Bengals. The Bengals are resurgent recently. They had a little bit of, um, you know, a, a a hangover, we'll call it, from the Super Bowl, and then all of a sudden they started to figure things out offensively, at least. Uh, Jamar Chase is still limited in practice as of Wednesday. Joe Mixon, same thing. Uh, those are two big ones. DJ Reader and Josh Tupo. Uh, Tupo is actually full practice, um, offensive, offensive tackle, Lael Collins, um, did not participate, but there was a, uh, it looked like that looks like that was a rest day. This is going to be interesting. The chiefs, uh, chiefs offense, obviously elite, um, sorry, Travis Kelsey, uh, unstoppable the last few weeks. Uh, absolutely unstoppable touchdown machine, yardage machine, reception machine. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals have found ways to get the ball around, spread the ball around and make you cover everyone. And I don't think the chiefs can do that. I, I listen, this could be, this could be a barn burner. This could light, this could light it on fire a little bit and be really exciting to watch. I know I will be glued to my TV for that one. Cause frankly, uh, the other four o'clock, I mean, oh, it's going to be a red zone day. Between the Dolphins, Niners, and the Chiefs, Bengals, who knows? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll do screen and screen. Maybe maybe I'll set that up. But uh, 
Yeah, because this is going to be a good one, too. And this one, I mean, we could be looking at 100 points in this game, depending based on these two offenses and how they've been playing. Uh, Sunday night football is going to suck. The Cowboys are going to beat the ever-loving tar. They're going to they're going to beat the shoes off the Colts. Jeff Saturday, listen, I love this hire. I am going on every chance I get and saying how much I love this hire for Jeff Saturday. And I love the hire for Jeff Saturday because Jeff Saturday is getting this Colts team to play competitive football. We're not going to call it good football. We're going to call it competitive football. Um, I mean, a one-point loss to the Eagles, keeping it tight with the Steelers, beating the Raiders in his first game. Um, I mean, they've been, listen, prior, prior to Jeff Saturday taking over, they tied the Texans. They got blanked by the Jags. They 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 did squeak out a win against the Chiefs. They got beat by the Titans. They beat the Broncos in a game that that had no touchdowns. They beat the Jags. They got beat by the Titans again. They got beat by the Commanders. They got lumped by the Patriots. And then Jeff Saturday took over. And all of a sudden, they're playing competitive, tight, fun football games. They, now, they didn't win two of the three of them. He's one and two as a coach. But that's fine. He's got him playing competitive football. It's not going to matter against the Cowboys. The Cowboys are going to look like a contender, a legit contender against this team. And if they, because they should. End of the conversation, they should. Uh, Monday Night Football, going to be another kind of suck fest. Uh, this is, uh, you know, Tom Brady and the Bucks who can't seem to, to get it right and get it sorted out uh, against the Saints who have a good defense. And Andy Dalton playing quarterback. Uh, there's some talent at the receiving room there. Uh, but, I mean, I, I don't think it matters. Um, you know, I, and I, I think I think some of it is, you know, I, I don't know. The, the, the relying on Taysom Hill to do electric things every single game is tough because obviously, the, you know, the more chances you give him, the more likely it is to happen. But if it doesn't happen, you're wasting other opportunity to play normal football. Um this is this is going to be a, t- a defensive struggle, and I don't think it's going to be a pretty defensive struggle. Struggle, struggle. Um, I'm going to throw like your 20 to 17 type deal on this, and coin flip of which way it goes. Um, I'm hard pressed to to bet against the against Tom Brady, but the Saints have his number the last few years with the Bucks. I don't care. Uh, the the team that the the Bucks team that won the Super Bowl two years ago. The Saints didn't deserve to be on the same field as them, and they beat them twice. So I'm not betting against the Saints in this one, despite the Bucks being at home. So let's give that coin flip to the Saints then. Uh, let's go 20-17 to 17 Saints on a Monday night snooze fest. So uh, that's going to wrap the episode, guys. Um, you know, I, I got to touch a little bit on Josh and the offensive struggles in Buffalo, I believe, being more of a mental thing. Um, you know, how and, and the Bills, they, they do. They need to come out and they need to put up points on the board. Um against tonight and i hope they do um that being said again check out our sponsor mafia pack just mafiapack.com buy the josh allen uh qb 17 decanter with his offensive weapon shot glasses i believe they are shot glasses rocks glasses um you know you can check them out find you can find them on social media type in mafia pack you'll find their stuff and also we share their stuff on all of our social media so find us on social media at hts underscore pod on twitter and instagram just type in Hats, Tats, and Stats podcast on Facebook. 
You'll find us. Like, follow, share, subscribe. Tell your friends. Share our episodes. Tell people to tune in if you like what we said or if you don't like what we said. Tell someone to listen to us to tell us how big of a jackass we uh, that I made of myself this week. I don't frankly care. Just tell people to tune in and listen. And as always, we appreciate every single one of you who tunes into Hats, Stats, and Stats. Looks forward to hearing you or talking to you guys. And we'll look, we look forward to having more guests, uh, either guest hosts or our regular gambit of hosts, coming back into the fold here now that life is slowing down a hair after Thanksgiving. Thanks for tuning in, guys. This has been Hats, Tats, and Stats, a championship caliber pro sports podcast in Buffalo, based in Buffalo, New York. Uh, and shout out to all of our regular listeners, friends, and family out there. And with that being said, we'll catch you guys next week. And as always, go Bills.